Happy Sunday, my cute little kittens. Welcome back to Brunch with Desby. This is your host, Des, also known as Desby. And the B is for baddest. What's up, you nasty sluts? Welcome back to your favorite Sunday podcast, Brunch with Desby. I'm really pumped because, guys, I'm sipping on something really special today. You might be thinking, oh, like tequila, (laughs) vodka, vodka crayon. And the answer is literally water, literally water. But I'm so excited because, oh my God, guys, this is my first ad ever. I've told you guys in the past how I make no money off this podcast. And and the truth is I'm still not making any money off this podcast, but this is my first ad ever. And this is helping me pay for the production of this podcast. So I'm drinking my water out of you guys know what the fuck it is. My favorite thing ever, my hydro jug. I've been with hydro jug for almost three years now, and they are sponsoring today's podcast. So shout out to hydro jug hardcore. If you guys don't know what hydro jug is, or you're kind of like confused, or maybe you haven't bit the the bullet, hydro jug is a water bottle for use of every day. So you can get a hydro straw, you can get your water in and it's actually a half gallon of water. So you're not constantly refilling a water bottle. It's wide mouth, easy for you to clean. You can add supplements, add ice, anything that you want to, to this hydro jug. And if you're actually in college and you want to throw that bitch with a bunch of jungle juice, guess what? It's the perfect thing for transportation because there's also a sleeve. There's a sleeve. You can throw it over your shoulder and easily transport your water wherever you need to go. I love it. So if you're drunk in the bathroom with your friends after a Saturday night in the bar, you can offer everyone fucking water. How amazing of a friend would you be? So for today's podcast, you can use the code brunch with Desby at checkout. You can get 10% off. Again, that code is brunch with Desby. 10% off your hydro jug, your sleeve, any accessories, anything at all, adjustable, removable strap, everything above and beyond the hydro jug can do for you. And you're also supporting a smaller business than other competitors. Okay. So again, hydro jug code brunch with Des B for 10% off. Thank you. Hydro jug for believing in me and this podcast. Our first ad guys, we're on a roll. All right, bringing it back in. How exciting was that? Okay, before I forget, I have a very average guest on today. Thanks, bitch. (laughs) My sister, (laughs) Michaela Nate. Um, You say hi. Hello. So we're we're on here. We're shooting the shit today. She's actually in town. And so every time I feel like she's in town, I'm like, will you just record a podcast with me? Because it's fun. It gives us time to like also just talk shit. And why not? You know what I mean? Like, why not? Yeah, I'm excited. I can tell. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's oozing out of you. Um, anyways, so today we're really excited um, to talk about toxic relationships. Why you need to leave your piece of shit, boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other, fuck buddy, sugar daddy, whatever it is. <laughs> Not in, the sugar daddy though. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Keep him around. But why you need to leave them in 2020. However, before we get into the podcast, I do want to remind you guys, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. You've already given me one amazing opportunity to partner with Hydrodrug and hopefully some more ads to come. Again, I'm not profiting off this. It's simply going towards the production of the podcast. So paying my editor to do editing for me, right? So that I can literally take care of my son. Um, 
outside of that, just make sure that you check, check out the show notes for additional information, programs coming up, programs you might've missed, how to get on my email list, all the good stuff. And of course, every Wednesday, my second podcast with my best friend, Emily, below the influencer drops. So I will put that in the show notes to just redirect you to last week's episode. Um, I think that's it. I think I'm ready to talk. Let's just get into it. Let's just fucking get into it. Fuck, wrong button. (laughs) I don't fucking know. This is the one Wyatt and I said sounded like a, a broken... Oh, cart. Yeah. Well, now that that awkwardness is done, <laughs> um, Michaela. Yes. You, I'm going to put you on blast. We've both been in, in shit relationships and we're literally, yeah, we're going to roll this around guys into even family, you know, family blood isn't oh, shit. My gosh. No, yeah. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, but I'm going to put my sister on blast to begin because she has been in some pretty, toxic relationships on different levels than me so Michaela explain your like literally your three boyfriends in high school and what they all did differently that could have been red flags from the get-go okay well my first real relationship he wasn't nearly as toxic who was the first one say initial uh t Oh, okay. Okay. We're on the same page. Okay. So T was not as toxic. Yeah, no, no, he wasn't. So we're just going to like not talk about him because he didn't really do anything. Uh, but he, but he was, but you guys fought a lot. I don't remember. I was okay. a freshman. I mean, dude. I was f- literally an eighth grade freshman. That's fucked up because he was then a sophomore. He was your age. And you, you dude, dated. Dude, I just like the older men. Ew. Okay. <laughs> fucking next. That's gross. I don't need to hear that as your sister. <laughs> Okay, so next relationship, very, very toxic. That was um, K. Yeah. Okay, K. And it just, like, randomly, like, started happening out of the blue. Um, I feel like when we went to formal, well, I guess <laughs> you weren't you were in college, but when I went to formal, I, like, was wearing, like, a low-cut, like, really sparkly purple dress oh, and it was so and cute after on you, that by the way. like I feel like that's when everything started going downhill and the red flag for me was he literally went through all of my clothes <laughs> and took the shirts out that were like low cut and <laughs> he literally made me take my nose ring out and like I didn't even think about it like it being like bad until obviously we broke things off and I think he had some definitely some like mental health. Yeah. Issues. And like looking back, like he literally messed me up because my next relationship, I remember we would get into arguments and I would just like feel numb. Like I couldn't say anything like I wanted to, but I couldn't. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of hard to explain. If I would have been home from college too, like I would have never ever tolerated that yeah and you were gone and yeah so so you you didn't really know either because I didn't really tell you I feel like no and during this time like we weren't like we were close we've always been close sisters we've never like 
not liked each other, like never right. not communicated. But I feel like there was just an awkward time where like I was a student athlete. You were kind of hanging out in high school and we just like weren't on the same playing field right. yet. We're only 15 months apart, but we were two grades apart. Yeah. So it was kind of like maturity wise, yeah. even though we were close in age at the point during school, our, our maturity levels were different. Once mm-hmm. you graduated and was like out of school, I feel like our ages became closer because our maturity became closer too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, I remember you telling me that and I was just like, what? Yeah. Um, well, what did he say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Looking back, like I feel really bad for him because I don't know like where he is or like what he's doing, but I know his family's like super great. And yeah, I just feel bad for him. But when we were dating, he was in Ohio. He went to college. So I was a senior and he, um, he was playing, uh, sports at, in Ohio. Good call. Yeah. Let's keep that very bland. (laughs) (laughs) All of a sudden they're going to be about it. I know they're probably not listening. Yeah. Right. Let's be honest. (laughs) Um, and then I don't know what made me break up with him. Oh, that, that reminds me, every time I would try to break up with him, he would um, say that he was going to harm himself. Yeah, that's that's scary. And I remember you going to his mom. Yes. And being like, yes. I'm... And she, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, but that 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 was a the biggest red flag, I think. Yes. And I think for anyone out there who goes through the same things, I, I had a boyfriend do the same thing, but not as dramatic, like every time, you know what I mean? But right. it was definitely brought up before. Like, I, I can't live without you. I don't want to live. I don't, you know what I mean? Right, like that right. type of scary stuff. And it's very real, you it know, is. when, when you're young like that, that type of stuff is very relative. Yeah. It does make you feel like it's the it end does. of the world. It really does. So there's yep. nothing wrong with feeling that way in that situation. Like everything's relative to how mm-hmm. you take it. But Um, I do think that it could be a sign for a lot of women and men out there who have that is it's, it's not a burden that you should have to take on, on your plate. You know what I mean? That it's just not healthy. No. So that was relationship number two. You ended it in relationship number motherfucking three. Mm -mm. Bitch. Okay. So, (laughs) okay. So I was. I knew this guy because he was brothers with a guy that went to school with me. And um, we, I was at prom and then after prom, obviously we had like after party. So my friend was, had a bonfire at her house and then he was there with his brother. So that's when we kind of like. Um, had sex. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not going, we're not getting into that. Thank you. Um, that's when we started like talking, whatever. So we started dating, let's see, probably in like May. Cause that's when I graduated high school and in July he cheated on me mm, at Red Bud, which is so funny because Desiree took Wyatt there because Wyatt's never been to Red Bud. So Red Bud's like us in like small town Buchanan where we grew up. Side note, first three months of Wyatt and I dating like this is brand new Wyatt and I are brand new first few times meeting my family yeah and continue so yeah Redbud's like motocross like it's a big thing hillbilly fest oh yeah white trash bash (laughs) (laughs) literally so of course he I was working at the concessions because we knew of uh, people that like own the concessions so we're like yeah let's work whatever 
And so I was working and then my mom and I were working, I guess she was with me and I saw her step out and I was like, okay, that's really random. And then I like looked out of the window (laughs) and she was not running, but she was walking down by Desiree and Wyatt and my boyfriend. I was like, oh shit, like what is going on? So then I immediately walked down to see what was happening and I looked at mm-hmm. my boyfriend's face and he was like so incoherent. Like I He was literally so drunk. Trashed. Yeah. Like he it was disgusting. And that was like only like the first like the few times I really even talked to him. Yeah. He did go to school with me, but he transferred out in a few <laughs> like a year before Michaela started dating him. He was the guy in my math class that flipped a fucking dude out of his desk yeah. and got expelled from our school. Yeah. So I just want to like, let you guys know. This guy <laughs> is like 6'3". Oh my God. He's a big bitch. He's, yeah. He's a he's big, big dude. Um, So then that happened. And of course I was like delusional and like thinking I was in love, of course, like at the end of the world was happening. So like I, he like told me he was sorry and- so that's, we made that's up. Literally it. Mikhail's like, literally, okay. Yeah. I was literally the dumbest bitch <laughs> in Buchanan, <laughs> in Southwest Michigan. So then whatever, we end up getting a dog in like October and la-di-da, like whatever. And he was, he liked to drink. And I was like, I never really like drank in high school or I, I never really drank at all. Like even when like we were dating, I never really got drunk or whatever it just wasn't my forte so when he would be drinking he would get like he would get mad and I remember moving in with him and with our dog and he would like randomly not come home like I don't even know where he would be but I would wake up in the morning and he wouldn't be there and come to find out he was obviously cheating on me again so for you hoes they had cheating boyfriends or girlfriends break up because they will do it again. One, I've been there literally three times. He's cheated on me three times. So. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Yeah. I, I I agree with that to a certain extent. I do believe that there's some people out yeah. there that it's it's truly just like a trance, an accident, something Mid-life out of their crisis. character. I really do believe that. But for, I would say comfortably 89% of the time, if you've cheated before, you you will cheat again. Yeah. I just like don't understand how someone could do that. So anyway, yeah, I broke up with him. <laughs> broke so up. anyway, <laughs> we broke up and um and then I literally had to go to therapy because like Des said, like it's literally the you think it's the end of the mm-hmm. world. Like I don't know I don't know. Like it, I wasn't wanting to like self-harm myself, but I know I remember my mom was worried for me. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we ended up getting back together. Oh God. Yeah. And I remember Desiree was so mad. I at was me. so fucking like, and that was, was our first big fight. This was the time where like, I feel like this is why we weren't as close. I was yeah. very, very, very upset. Yeah. And I knew at the time I was dating Wyatt and I knew Wyatt and I were going to be together forever. You know, perfect world. Right. I was still very much just like praying, but I had that gut feeling to where I was like, if Michaela's really about to marry this dude, like he's not going to be a part of our family. Like yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to want him as a brother-in-law. And at some point you can't pick and choose that. I, I get it. But with what he had done to her, I did not want him a part of our, our yeah. family, our cult. Right. Oh, and the other thing that like really gets me still 
is that I remember he used to live on like a compound kind of, he had like a, he lived in like a pole barn. He like fixed it up and he lived with his like, um, he lived on like his family's like land, land. Not yeah. going to lie. It was pretty sweet. Yeah, it, it was, was a sweet it setup. It was cool. And I remember one day this girl that I went to school with, she was like, she texted me randomly. It, I remember like him and I and his family were on like a boat, some boat parade or whatever. It was like in the summer and we get, we get back home to his house and she was there and she wanted to meet our dog that we had. And he kept on like talking about her like weird, like just Ew. randomly like unnecessary shit. And I was like, that's weird. Yeah. What the and, fuck? um, so I, yeah, I thought that was like really interesting and come to find out when we broke up, he was sleeping with her mm. while he was talking to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, That's it's so always that person that the guy is like, don't worry. Literally, you versus the girl, yeah. he told you not to worry about it or Literally, whatever. Literally, that's that statement's so true. I think the a funny thing is, too, if if I remember correctly, Michaela, he always also accused you of cheating on him. Yes. And I think that's a funny thing, too, when it comes to the toxic relationships that involve cheating, is it's like you can tell their own insecurities start to come out because they start to accuse you of what they're they really doing. Did, yes. Because it's almost like they want to make, they want to be like, accusing you that you did it first yeah. so like they had a reason to do right. it to you right um yeah fuck that yeah that pissed me off so well, I, the other thing sorry one oh more. god no you have just a lot of trauma so <laughs> i really, I, really <laughs> I need to get it out um no like before we broke up though like the actual breakup um i remember my friend texted me a picture of him and this chick like literally kissing and it, it just reminds me of like a movie like some someone right you know um so yeah I'm glad that she sent that to that's me that's crazy so do you think and this is just a random like almost like a little roaster toast if you're a friend of someone that you know their significant other is cheating on them and you're you have receipts you know what I mean like you know mm -hmm. this shit's happening you know. do you do you tell your friend or do you let them quote unquote find out for themselves like if you really know Maybe mm -hmm. not your friend, because I feel like you tell your friend. Maybe a, a random girl, right? Say you have information, you know, this girl Karen from Facebook, yeah. and you know that her her husband's cheating on. Like, do you right. tell Karen, or yeah. is that not your place? I don't know. That's like so hard because it's like if you tell her, you don't want to get in the middle of it, but yeah. then you want to be honest. Like if you have full receipt, you know what I mean. Like you know yeah. the shit's happening. That's hard. It's like a retoast. Yeah, I would roast it and toast it. Uh, yeah. A toast. There's certain situations, I think. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's Michaela's trauma. Yeah, it does tell us about your trauma. I feel like my trauma is very different because it wasn't necessarily like, you know, oh, you can't wear this, you can wear that, or like necessarily even cheating. I think one one of my exes did cheat on me, but to the point where it was like, oh, but we weren't really together. Yeah. It's like, shut the fuck up. If you were railing <laughs> me at the same time, we were fucking yeah, together. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I think my first traumatic experience was my first boyfriend in in high school. He was a junior and I was a freshman. So he's 18. Oh my I'm, gosh. He was so scary. <laughs> he, wasn't, with an R. he wasn't at the time. Yeah. No, he, he wasn't. Was like he was the cool, guy dude. everyone loved. Exactly. And that's what's strange is like, he was the quarterback 
of football. Yeah. He was the pitcher in baseball. Like he was like the, he was like the dude, one of the dudes, one of them. Right. And so he, I'd moved to a new high school. So I was like that new hot bitch. <laughs> hey, it's me. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he immediately like comes on to me and it just kind of like fell into where we started texting, right? Whatever, whatever. So long story short, after a few months, things just started getting really weird. He was my first, like everything. <laughs> Every, everything. I just keep on thinking of the note you, you wrote, mom. <laughs> I'll I, get there. Like fucking Romeo and Juliet. Oh my God, Shit. it was terrible. First everything, okay? So before him, I had only kissed a guy at a football game during halftime. That's it. A like peck. I'm talking like a... So with chef's kiss. So when it comes to this guy that I started dating, he was my first, like, I mean, ladies, you know what I'm talking about? First everything. Okay. So when we started dating, everything was fine. A few months later, he starts getting really weird. I got grounded, um, for, I think going to like a party or something. Yeah. I was going to a party and not telling my mom I was with my friend. I was with my friend G I'm looking at Michaela. You know what I'm saying? G A and N. Like the girl, the girl tribe, the no. older girl tribe. Oh yes. Okay. Yes yes, yes. 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 So I'm with this older girl tribe cause I'm on varsity volleyball. So I have like older friends. And so I go to a party, get my phone taken away, blah, blah, blah. He goes a wall. He buys me my own track phone <laughs> to send him per- pictures. Oh, I think I remember you telling me. And that. his parents paid for the fucking phone. Yeah, that's weird. His parents knew what was going on in my household. You know what I mean? Like my mom took my phone, whatever. So they paid for him to give me a track phone to put money on to literally send him explicit pictures. And at the time I was just like, oh my God, he just really misses me. How romantic. He wants to see mm. my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't that X-rated. <laughs> but you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And um, again, guys, remind you, he's 18 and I'm 15. One day, um, again, this is down the road. My mom starts to not like him. She never found the phone, by the way. Um, but I got my phone back. She starts not liking him. My mom and my sister are away for a volleyball tournament. He shows up, knocks on my door, knowing my mom is not home with a towel and tells me that we're going to have sex. <gasps> I don't think I knew that. Really? Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. So he took me like literally this was the my towel first, though. This, <laughs> This was my first it's time. A towel for me. <laughs> it was my first time. And like I I felt again, he's scary. He's older and I oh was my gosh. and I was scared if I said no, he would tell the whole football team and the baseball team and I would be like embarrassed, yeah. right? So he takes me into my room on my futon, whatever. Literally takes the towel and leaves. Yeah. And wait, so you lost your virginity on the futon yeah. in our house? Yeah. You. And I took at one point, at like multiple points too, I told my, di- like, I was like, can we yeah, stop? Can we stop? So again, it was consensual, but also if you think about it nowadays, if you say like, oh, I don't know, that means no. Yeah. You know if what I mean? Like think about if you it, have to think about it, about it and a man sees you questioning, that's a fucking no. Yeah. Period. And again, he's 18 and I was 15. So, um, statutory rape number one, because I definitely did not want his penetration continuing. Yeah. So he left. That was trauma. Number one. My mom finds out that night or like two nights later, he shows up at my fucking window, Mm. tries to get in my house. My stepdad goes outside with a fucking gun, (laughs) 
not knowing who is breaking into trying to break into our house yeah. it's him he leaves all of a sudden we're trying like my mom wants to get a restraining order she doesn't let me talk to him <laughs> i write my mom a note about how much i i love him and oh my god so cringe like Ew. we're we're meant to be together like oh she can't stop gosh. me i'm like i'm praying that she sees how much i love him i mean it again i'm 15 guys this was like so hard for me to not be with him right he just took my virginity like fucking two weeks ago and you're gonna Ugh. tell me i can't talk to him you know like that was emotional so anyway that's on that trauma so that relationship ended up ending but then he made a fake facebook and told my mom about another party that i went to and told her that i was a I slut remember that and so my mom fucking grounded me again he made a mm -hmm. fake fucking facebook that said it said um Facebook parent, I think was the name or like yeah, Barian parent, something that. like that and messaged, Hey, I just want to let you know, I saw your daughter out at the ballpark last night <gasps> and you're whatever. Motherfucker. That's literally next level crazy. Well, because he was there and that was when all the other older dudes were starting to hit on me because mm -hmm. they knew I was single. So anyways, that's, that's like my biggest traumatic relationship. The other ones were just toxic as in like consistently using me consistently just using my body using or me. let's talk about the parents oh yeah the other part of a toxic relationship mm -hmm. can be the family dynamic mm -hmm. so i had a really great thing going with my ex-boyfriend in high school um i truly wish the best for him still because there was no negative emotions between our relationship but his family did not fucking ride with me and um caused a lot of tension in our relationship to the point where we were sneaking around using other people's houses to meet up meeting up in cultizacs just to like literally fucking hang out um and then it was just it was sad you know it, it re resulted in a lot of trauma i also went to therapy because i did want to self-harm and at one point i was self-harming and my mom saw it on the way to church that wasn't a good service <laughs> so after that um i you know got help whatever and and i can't even say i moved on because him and i were kind of on and off up until my freshman year of high school or um, of college but um yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to leave traumatic relationships, especially when there's a lot of time behind them. And I think that's where it comes down to is you're like, oh my God, but fuck, we've been in a relationship for three years. I can't just throw it away. Like right. that's, we're so close to being engaged. Motherfucker, why would you want to get engaged mm -mm. to someone like that? And that's on idiocy. <laughs> that's dumb. So red flags for toxic relationships. Michaela and I have both been in them. Ugh. And you guys might be sitting here listening and you're like, dude, story I'm going through the same thing. Yeah. I'm going through the same thing. Story time is hype. Or like I've been there before girl. Yeah. I'm so glad I got out as well. And look at Michaela and I, we literally both have fucking kids and husbands now. Yeah. And we're like super happy. Oh, I'm yeah, just kidding. Um, <laughs> just yay. kidding. Yeah. I, we're so, I am so happy why it <laughs> makes me so happy as he's holding a note in front of me. Right. Um, no, marriage is a totally different dynamic yeah, of relationship. Very different. It's like you're a team now, especially yeah, you're, with kids. Yeah, and it's not, you're you're allowed to still go through growth. Yeah. So when you see both of us posting our relationships, you know, sure, we're not, we're not getting divorced. We're happy, but just know that there's always another side of relationships you see on social media too. You know, there's always bad days, Yeah. right? You're not, it's never gonna be perfect. Don't expect it. But the point being is that, if you leave a relationship now that you think you're destined to be in or you're locked into, you you can very much leave. And I do want to remind you too, guys, just a, a side note, there is a domestic abuse hotline. There are plenty of places for you guys to get help if it comes down to um, where you're scared 
to literally leave a relationship. Whether you're a boy with a, a female, a girl with a girl, a boy with a boy, a boy with a girl, whatever it is, whatever your relationship dynamic is, there is help for you out there to get out safely and feel safe. Um, however, I do think that it is important to to also seek therapy after yeah. experiences like that. I mean, I, looking back, I was never like ashamed of going to therapy. No. Like even now I'm like, shit, should I like go to therapy? Just cause it's so nice talking to someone that like literally does not know you. Like not at all. So, yeah. or at least they shouldn't. <laughs> right. I hope they don't look I up my Instagram. No, like, Hey girl, I used right? your code. I used your code. Welcome back to therapy. I got my hydro jug, <laughs> but I will say that it's important to, to be also think like odd, we oddly thankful for those experiences. Yeah. Um, as much as it can hurt you and make you feel insecure and whatnot, like if you allow yourself to grow from it, that's when it'll make you stronger. If you allow yourself to shrink from it, that's where it'll make you weaker. So like when you walk out of those relationships, like walk out with that bad bitch energy. Yes. So you know that you deserve yeah. the fucking best. And you will get through and it. And you will. Me. You will. So outside of relationships in that in that point, which I hope that this inspired someone out there to fucking leave that piece of leave. shit trash. Then leave. Get that then head, leave. get that bread, then, then leave. leave. Peace, Peace out. out. Number one, mm, that was mm, kind of good. Mm, I know, <laughs> damn, we kind of fucking harmonized. <laughs> um, but I will say the other part of toxic relationships can be with your family. Michaela, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but honestly, there there's a lot of people out there that I think they message me and they ask like, you know, I don't have a good relationship with my dad or my mom or my sister or my brother, or my aunt, my uncle, whatever. How do I cut them off or whatever I feel bad how do I do it and the fucking answer is cut the fuck out of them yeah cut, the, it. Fuck I, cut the fuck out of them I it just kind of came out just I'm gonna roll with it no need to edit that but it's you don't you're not forced in any relationship in your life yeah I don't care if there's blood involved or not yeah so I agree I mean we have a, a side of our family that we don't talk to either and Oh yeah, we don't. And I'm like, we can. <laughs> exactly. It's, and it's because we don't talk to him. That's why I'm like, what? It's just like, become, oh. it's become so normal now that it's like, wait, yeah. who, who are Which they? Which is sad. It is because we lost a whole extension of cousins. Yeah. And our, uh, our family member as well as like the in-law and you know, whatever. So it's, it's sad, but guess what? We're all kind of like better for it. Right. Yeah. We're all we're swimming along just fine. Yeah. Um, and it's sad and we miss that extension of our family, but like until things can be resolved in a different manner, like we can't fuck with it. Yeah. Um, and so that's another thing too, is like, it can be fixed. It doesn't mean that it's gone forever, but if there's a point where you have to cut someone off for like a certain extended period of time until you can either come to them in kind words and discuss the issue or like they come to you and apologize, whatever it might be, then until then, just do what's best for you. You know, it's your life. No one else cares. I agree. You seem so, <laughs> you seem just so awake and so vibrant. I am. It's early. It is kind of early. But yeah, so toxic relationships, more of this was just like our story time to share that again, like we didn't just grow up and find our husbands. Yeah. We went through some trench Hell. <laughs> trenches. We went through the trenches and some warfare. 
some internal issues, you know, we've right. had to kind of come out of that and, and now we're, we're, uh, facing kids. So, Yay. um, that's been a really, really great time. Um, <laughs> we're having so much fun being moms. I don't miss my old life. <laughs> I don't, I don't miss it. I all. don't miss drinking when I wanted sleeping in. I don't miss napping. <laughs> I do still nap though. With I know Mila. you do. You I'm do. Like, all right, Mila, wrap it up. You're right. Let's wrap go take a nap. Wrap it. Wrap it the fuck up. Also, like literally, wrap the fuck up. You don't want kids right now, so yeah. please put on a condom. Please take your birth you control pill. Just please. wait. You take whatever you need to do to not have one right now. Um, <laughs> also, just kidding. We love our God kids. love them, but gotta damn. love them. Damn, we love it. They're just a lot. They are a lot. Um, to wrap it up. <laughs> Damn it. I said that again. I Between let's wrap it up. Let's dive in. And number one, I say those are like my catchphrases. Yes. <laughs> number one, um, or what's up, you guys? What's up, you guys? What's up, you guys? <laughs> I'm so annoying. Um, is there anything else that you want to say? Um, what are your goals for 2021? I'm curious. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Honestly, probably working out more. Okay, then let's set a goal right now. Fucking say it, bitch. (laughs) Say it, bitch. How many fucking days a week? Like three days a week, but not like lifting weights. I don't do like weightlifting. I want to just like run or walk like on the treadmill, like I told you. Mm -hmm. And then maybe like down the road, get a Peloton or like some sort of bike or like that mirror thing I showed you. Mm Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I need to like do something because I'm just at home all day doing nothing. You guys would think that she'd be motivated having me as a sister, but it doesn't motivate her at all. No. (laughs) It it never has. We are the opposite. It never has motivated her. Never. Never. So yeah, that's my goal. That's good. I would say start out with two days a week. Two days a week? Two days a week. Starting next week when you get home. I'll send you workouts two times a week. What are your goals? Um, move to Michigan literally <laughs> to uh move. fucking move um be my neighbor literally no I would say my goals are to only door dash like once oh my God. or twice a week <laughs> I'm like literally so fucking serious however I am giving myself a little bit of grace because being a mom dude you bro you don't have fucking time Mm-mm. to cook your food you fucking don't so unless Wyatt like cooks dinner for us, like I have to order food or else yeah. I don't eat. Right. I literally don't eat. I used to think people that do that were like fucking crazy, but now <laughs> I understand that you can go all day and literally not eat a thing. Yes. That's why I think I have so many issues because I forget to eat. Yeah. That's one of my goals, door dashing. The other one is probably, there's not a way to like measure it, but honestly just like living more in the moment, in the moment, present, intentional. Bitch, I've said I think I've said it on every fucking media, <laughs> social media channel that I have, and I'm gonna tell yeah. you guys here. If you have not watched the movie Soul yet, you need to. My goal for 2021, here's another goal. I'm literally watching it once a month. I don't know when, like there's not a certain day, but once a month I'm dedicating myself to watch that movie for the reminder of like the the like purpose behind the movie. Yeah. So I just want to live more happy. Like, not that I haven't been happy, but just not so... Well, f- during these times, dude. Yeah, it's been kind of hard. Ugh, but I don't so want to keep focusing on, like, 
oh, I'll be happy when X, Y, Z. Oh, I'll be happy when I move to Michigan. Right. I'll be happy when I'm closer to Michaela. Like, but you will be. (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, but, but also like, how can I still be happy with the situation I'm in? Like, I'm like, I'm fine. Like I'm doing great. You know what I mean? So just kind of taking it day by day, being grateful for everyone that I have here, you know, listening, being grateful to everyone I have on, um, my Instagram, you know, everyone that I have using my brunch with Desby code for hydro jug for 10% off. I'm grateful for those people that use that code today. I'm grateful for people that use my Dottie code. I'm great. I'm fucking grateful for Dottie Couture. Let's give it. We love small, small businesses. We love small penis. I mean, businesses (laughs) (laughs) code K 20 on Dottie Couture. Y'all ask me where I shop. That's literally it. Mostly yeah. because it delivers right to my house. Yeah. Um, it and I, ships pretty fast. And I know my sizing. So it's yeah. like if I wear a, wore a medium before, I always wore it. Yeah. I always, always buy a medium. A medium. So mm-hmm. it's great. But I'll put all that information in the show notes. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I just honestly wanted to come on here and share story time because. I love me a good story I love time. me a good tea spill. Dude, you know what we should do next? Huh? Fucking high school drama. <gasps> You wouldn't dare. I would. Yeah, I would go there. I'd fucking drop their ads too. <laughs> By the way, there is some bitch out there today, and I hope that you don't fucking follow me, that you stole your boyfriend's dog in the middle of the fucking night. <laughs> what is Justice it? Justin- for Tucker, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, there's a Facebook post I saw. Oh this guy, I don't even know who he is, but he was trying to get his dog back for the past year. His ex-girlfriend left him in the middle of the night and took his dog, like his dog, that he had before even the relationship, his fucking like baby dog, his baby, <laughs> she randomly left him and took his bait, like took his dog night, in right? the middle of the night. And he has not seen this dog in over a year. I'm so hashtag sad. justice for Tucker. He was trying to get it back like via lawyers. Like, I don't even know where you go to I, for that. Yeah, I don't know. But she, she won't give the fucking dog back guys. I think he adopted another one or something. Yeah. Like that. Yep. So he adopted so a new sad. dog, but she took, Literally, so if you're that bitch, if you, for some odd reason, follow me, I just want to say, fuck you. Girls are at ne- another level of crazy. Yeah. Not going to lie. There are some they crazy are bitches. Crazy. We, we can we get, don't fuck with that though. We don't, we're not that kind of crazy. I'm crazy in a different Fun way. Crazy. Not like psycho crazy. Yeah. There's you know? a difference. Ew. But yeah, so hashtag justice for Tucker. I wish I could find this dude and Venmo him as much money as he needs to get this dog back. I will fucking put it like ransom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like get, hey, give me the dog. I'll literally just give you 10 grand. <laughs> it's worth his happiness. Hashtag True. justice for Tucker. <laughs> Damn it. That pisses me off. Anyways, I hope you guys have a great day. Um, as always, thanks for listening. It's kind of just a little funsy episode. Michaela, yeah. thanks for coming on. You're welcome. Sadly, um, we have to get back to our kids. I know. Fuck. Fuck. Are you sure you don't want to keep talking? Like, do we just want to pull some shit out of our ass? Um, but we love you guys. Again, check out the show notes, rate, review, subscribe. Honestly, if you guys want to, email me your your terrible ex stories. Oh, yes. Maybe we can follow this up with like- We should. We can follow it up with reacting to your guys' toxic shit. Yes. And we need a good tea spill session. 100%. So email me at desbyfit at gmail.com with the subject line, my ex sucks dick. (laughs) And then tell me why. (laughs) Or my ex 
licks pussy, what, you know, whatever's going on for you. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We, we love ex all blank. my ex blank, whatever that person did to you. And maybe it's not even your ex. Maybe it's your sugar daddy, fuck buddy, whatever it is. My blank did blank. Yeah. Boom. Go. And then tell me the tea so we can spill it. And but that's if you have trauma. a sugar daddy, let us know. Yeah. But if you have a sugar daddy, drop give his, his name, number. <laughs> give his number, email, um, reference, you know, we can refer you if you get a, a percentage <laughs> off, if you get an additional Porsche, something like that, we will gladly tell him that you sent us. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah, that is it. All right. Love you guys. Happy Sunday. Go, go smoke a fat one. <laughs>